Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Dan Giordano, and I'm here with my special guest, Jeff Nicholson. I'm excited to share his journey with you and uh, you know the, the uh, things that he's doing in his life, the big things that he's doing in the world. I'm excited to have you here, Jeff. Hi, Daniel. Lovely. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm excited to hear your journey. So I always like to hear a little bit about your background, like you know where you grew up and what, what family life was like. Um, so I ba basically I've lived in exactly the same postcode um, for since I was knee high to a grasshopper, as they say in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, so I live in Newcastle upon Tyne, which is about an hour from the Scottish border. Um, and I've got wife and two children. My wife I've known since I was eight years old. Oh, wow. um, and I first asked her out trickle treating. Um, when I was 13 and my boys are 21 and 19 years old. Wow. That's a, that's a, a quick condensed version, right? And there's a lot in there, right? But I was just, yeah. I, I was stuck on the trick-or-treating so you didn't have to buy anything. Right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I remember, I remember walking down the uh, street and I thought, oh, I'm just going to ask her. And I was with my uncle and my sisters and everything else. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy times. She said no, so it didn't. The first time it didn't work out. <laughs> well, eventually it obviously worked out. So. Yeah, absolutely. Twenty-five years this year. Right. So tell me a little bit about you know, like, your, what was your first uh, venture like as you became you know an adult and into the business world and. Yeah, so I left. I left school at sixteen. Um, I, I didn't really do very well at school. I remember going to my careers officer and. Um, basically I'm saying that the only job I was going to be good enough was a bin, bin man. Mm -hmm. um, so my father, my grandfather who owned a sweet company basically went, no, you come to work for us. You're going to learn the family business and um, that will be it. So to speak, turns out being a kid thinking what a sweet factory will be like, and then being in the real world of what business is like um, didn't work out. So my granddad and I kind of like parted ways forcefully Um and I went to work for um, another member of the family. That didn't really work out. Um, and then I found myself working for, who was my father-in-law now in the printing company. Um, and I was in printing for, ooh, I think it was about 11 years, uh, 12 years, um, starting at the bottom, working my way up into purchasing manager. Um, but the one thing I always noticed was I was never very good with my emotions. I was never very good with how... I dealt with my uh, feelings. I was never very good with dealing with stress. My confidence was on the football uh, rugby pitch, not a um, not in the classroom or academic. Um, and part of the problem was in, and I believe part of the problem in, in 2000, I was rushed to hospital with viral meningitis. Um, I got better, it took me about six months. Um, and then almost a year to the day, I was rushed to hospital again with the same um, illness. Um, that completely floored me. Uh, I kind of like was spent five days in the infectious diseases ward in, in the local hospital um, 
where I thought everything was okay. I, and then basically subsequently, my wife, um, we'd had our eldest son. My other son was a couple of, he was about six, six seven months old. Um, and I discovered that things just weren't working right. I spent a year sleeping about 20 hours a day. And then I was housebound and wheelchair bound um, using, uh, suffering from mental health and all of the lovely bolt on features that you get on when you're not in a great place. Right. Um, and in 2006, I left the house to commit suicide. I, I thought there's no way my wife and my kids are going to live with this. Mm -hmm. like, ultimately, I kind of looked in with this pathetic piece of um, human refuge, um, kind of like sitting there. And I thought, should they're going to be better off without me? And I, and I left the house to commit suicide. But in those darkest moments, sometimes comes the brightest lights and uh, something happened within a short period of time. In fact, the road I would plan to do it on, uh, some switch flicked and it was right, okay, how do I get my life turned around and what am I gonna do? And then part of that was also then I fell in love with it and then how do I work with other people and get that done? So uh, I spent um, a long time working on myself and then working and helping other people and then eventually coming into the coaching world. Right. That's awesome. Well, I'm and glad that's, to, that's I'm, very quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you, I'm sure it was much more painful in the moment, right? Um, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I'm glad you did not succeed, right? In your, Indeed, so am I. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's always fascinating because I think like a lot of times, especially an entrepreneur's journey, can be lonely right life can be lonely yeah. if you allow it to be right and choose not to interact with others and you know and and uh, ask for help because there's help all around us you know it's just yeah. a lot of times you go into you know i was you know you're looking at somebody that was labeled the lone wolf right mm -hmm. um you know because i would go i'm like you know i'm just gonna do it myself i'll go take care of it i don't need you i can do it my on my own um yep. and you know only to realize like that you know there are times i'm going to need key people in my life to support me when I, you know, to, to deal with life's challenges, right? So there's going yeah. to be obstacles that come up, right? So that's awesome. So I yeah. think like, you know, what was the um, deciding factor for you once you did have that light switch go off? Like, what was the thing that, that kind of motivated you to keep plugging along to figure this out? I think I think the first thing was, is when, when I was going through that and the, the thing that was going through my head was, how can I get my life to the way it was? Mm -hmm. And then I actually stopped and thought, why do I have to take it to where it was? Because surely it could be better. Mm -hmm. I obviously wasn't happy with the way it was. You know, I was ill, but there was things wrong prior to that. And I think the big thing for me was, is it's what I call, you know, I talk to my clients about it. It's being exceptional. It's having exceptional results and living an exceptional life, whatever that means to us as individuals. Right. Um, and, and being willing to kind of like put your back against the wall and go, now bring it on. I'm, I'm, if I'm not just going to have a, a okay life. I want to have an exceptional life right. that for me. And then having the courage to go, uh, who do I need around me? What am I, what do I need to learn in order to implement that in my, in my life? Right. And that's, uh, you know, so that's really, um, you know, a pivotal piece of what I, you know, I like to call oftentimes, you know, we have these all in moments, right? We have these, yep. these times Absolutely. where, you know, there's times where there's maybe a revelation or a light bulb turns on or a yep. switch flicks and you're like, you're like, okay, I feel like this is the direction I should be going, but we're unsure of like, okay, all the details, totally. but mm -hmm. 
but it's just yeah. that intention. Okay, I know this is right. You know, this feels right. This yeah. is the way I'm the way I should be going. So, yeah. um, so as you, um, so tell me a little bit about like once that happened, right, and then you mm -hmm. the decision to keep plotting forward. Like, what was the, um, what was the the first step? Like, what were you doing for work? What were you doing for business? You know, what what did you decide to do? So I was still working for my father-in-law at the time in the printing, mm -hmm. but I was initially i was only really able to work probably two days a week i wasn't and if i was lucky um i wanted to focus on getting my health back but then i realized actually what i needed to do was going uh, helping you you'll get this helping people can almost be like a drug it, it's right. like that moment where you see the spark go off in their eyes and it's like i want more of that that's what I want to do. I've got the benefit of going through it. So hopefully I can relate to uh, prospects and clients who have gone through similar things. So um, I think it was within about two months of actually going, okay, I'm doing a lot better now. I'm, I'm on the road to recovery. Mm -hmm. I came back and went to my wife, right? I'm, I'm going to learn some new things. And the first thing was, is okay, I'm going to learn hypnotherapy. I'm going to learn NLP. I'm going to love co coaching. Um, cause I was fascinated with language, how and I knew how language damaged me and how it took me down the wrong path. Right. So the first thing for me was, is how do I encourage the positive reinforcement right. of what's going in? So I think from, from the very, the very first foundation for me was learning positive, you know, to reinforce and positively influence my own brain and mm -hmm. mind rather than having this this negative monster that would keep saying, well, you're rubbish at this, or you can't do that. Um, and, and it all started in truth. It all started with looking myself in the mirror and telling them, telling me the truth of what it is. So for me, and I, I challenge anyone to do this is, is look at your, your own reflection and tell them what you really think about yourself. Right. Because as soon as you can start, reinforcing positively that instead of looking at and berating yourself and having a go at yourself it's you know what would i love to be able to hear that reflection tell me back because i always say when you when you're speaking at yourself in the mirror and you don't like yourself or you're not happy with yourself it's like the fuel gauge of self-esteem you start talking to your feet first mm -hmm. and as you get more and more confident all of a sudden you'll start to look eye to eye and when you can look eye to eye and say, do you know what? You're a fantastic person and you can do this and whatever else it's going to be. Um, something just, there's this inner strength that comes and just goes, bring it on. It doesn't matter what's, what's going on against me. Um, you know, I, I, I got my dream team. I've got my wife and my two kids and me, and we can take on the world. Um, and that's, and that's ultimately where it really started. It's creating some sort of like a power phrase to help you get into that, that place that you need to be to go, okay, let's go. Right. So from a perspective of like your life mission, right. And what you're looking yeah. to accomplish, you know, as, as we, you know, plan out the next, whatever it is, 10, yeah. 20, 50, hundred years, right. However long yeah. you live. Right. Yeah. So what is What does that look like for you? So for me, it's really simple. I just use kind of like words to do it. So it's have fun. It's the freedom, flexibility and supporting others. So mm -hmm. what that ultimately means to me is, you know, it's, I, I've got to have, in, I've got to have humor and fun in everything I do. I take obviously working with clients very seriously, mm -hmm. but there has to be a humor element in that. You've got to have that fun, what you're doing. Um, 
the the next part is is sort of looking at that well what does freedom mean well for me it's travel it's being able to work where i want when i want um with whom i want uh, the flexibility is you know looking at all sorts of different things whether it's podcasting or or doing the coaching or whether it's speaking or that sort of thing mm-hmm. and i'm really um i really love the online spaces looking at you know developing online programs and those sort of things um and then the, the, the supporting others, I, I love helping people get to what they want to achieve. You know, I think too many people um, focus or give in to mediocrity. And, I, you know, I always say it's, it's you've got to you've got to kick it in the, um, the old private state right. in order to to change the life. And I want to help people be more proactive with changing their lives, not reactive, because I don't want them to go through the same stuff I went through. Right. or similar to that yeah so you mentioned a couple of key words there one is mediocrity right um yes and i think that you know far I too often people live in that place right i've been guilty of as yeah. well at times right yep. so um, and there's always uh, if you ever saw the movie um kids movie um uh, mr incredible right the incredible yes right yes you know there's a line in there that always stands out to me right when he was forced to not be a superhero right and he wasn't allowed he's working in like an insurance right yeah and he just shares that um you know that a line around you know i don't want to live a mediocre life like and he's you know but but there's so much reality in how you know in his character like we all have this superhero in us right this person that's capable of doing almost anything in life um but we suppress it we accept a mediocre job or we do just enough to get by right mm-hmm. even yeah. even in business you know you can reach yeah. a certain level and then you get comfortable right that's why my coach challenges me around this is like you know hey um that's great dan this is the goal for this quarter this is the goal for yes. the year what's the goal after that yeah because i want to keep you moving forward and keep you moving forward and not allow yourself to um you know not not allow yourself to get stagnant or comfortable and just accept, you know, a media, mediocre version or, you know, like I want to take the brakes off, right? Yeah, to, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I think because that's the thing is, is we're, we're, we are, we are, a, we are a story of what our loved ones and the people that, you know, influential people in our lives have told us how they grew up. Right. So for one of the rules that I made is I don't want to be that. I want to be able to educate or or support my kids to be what they want to be right. without the, and not necessarily the poison because they were doing the best that they knew how, but right. some of the, the BS that they have told me, you know, whether it is my English teacher refusing to teach me because I was dyslexic and saying right. I was stupid, that's utter rubbish, you know, or right. whether it was that people um, are saying that, you know, success, success isn't for everyone or whatever it is. Right. I think this is the problem. And quite often what you see is, is people not taking charge. The only time that they will change their circumstances is when they do hit the brick wall. And I was guilty of that. Um, but actually, if you are proactive with stuff, then actually you take charge. You become the, you know, is it the master of your, the master of your ship or however you want to do it? Because the joy of owning your own business is you take, you decide which direction it's going to go. And we've certainly witnessed that during the last year. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, you can either sit there and wait or you can actually do something about it to the best of your ability with the best knowledge that you know how at that moment in time to go and do something different. 
and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, you know, some fascinating stuff. And I, I'm just thinking in terms of, you know, people listening to this, um, that, you know, they may not have gone through, you know, as extreme a, an experience, right, but they mm. may have, you know, some level of, you know, experience that's definitely similar. Um, and they're struggling with, you know, um, taking that next, next step, what would you what, what would be like the one thing you tell them to get focused on to help them keep them? Moving I think it, uh, for me, it's the plan. Mm -hmm. Get 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 a damn plan, because um, I always ask this question when I'm speaking at events, who wants to be successful? You see everyone's hands going up and all me. Um, but then I ask how many people have got a plan. And all of a sudden, it probably drops to leaving about 4% of the, of the room. The next question I ask is, how many people love to go on summer holidays? And obviously, that goes back. And I go, how many people plan for those summer holidays? And then the correlation between having a great holiday and having a plan for that holiday is a dire stark difference from people who plan for want to have success but have a plan. Right. And for me it's that analogy is if you if you want to be successful you've got to have a plan um it, it, it may and there's different planning techniques and everything else um but for me it's in a, in personally in a plan i think you have to have include four key things mm -hmm. health income tribe and self so i call that the hits mm -hmm. um because without your health whatever you are wanting to achieve you ain't going to get there if the engine isn't going to be working great. Now, I'm not going to say I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, a, I'm an amazing fit uh, person. I'm not. I'm working on it. Um, I'm very, very good mental health wise now. I've got good emotional intelligence. You know, I've got that focus and everything else. Um, but we know that that's important. Physical, mental, spiritual health. Income, well, regardless of whether you have your own business or whether you're employed, we need money. So it might be sales figures or reducing debt or increasing savings. The tribe is that group of people around you, that support network, and not just friends, but great friends, not just associates, but your cheerleaders that are going to say, whatever you want to achieve, I'm with you. And whether that be a coach, a mastermind, or just a group of close, close peers. Um, and then self, you've got to work on you. If you're not working on you, there's something wrong. Because if you don't have the self-development or you don't have self-esteem or self-confidence, you're not going to be getting that traction that's going to steer you in the right direction. So that's slightly elongated, but it's the plan. That's perfect, right? And um, I think, you know, there, there's a lot of value in what you just shared is like a lot of times, you know, people aren't clear on whatever the thing is that they want to accomplish, right? That's obviously the beginning is like, I can't tell you how many people I've asked, like, you know, what's the goal? What do you want to accomplish yeah. this year? And they're like, well, I just want to make more money. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, here's a dollar. You made more money. Now what's the goal, right? You know, <laughs> like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We need to get clear on what that looks like for you because yeah. you know, for some, it's like, I don't, they don't want to make a million dollars. They'd be happy with making, you know, a couple hundred down, a hundred down, whatever yeah. it is for them. Um, yeah. but, but in reality, it's like, you know, you have to pull that out of them. And I think there's a certain personality, you know, that I always say I'm a recovering analytic right? Um, yeah. You know, because, you know, details can paralyze you, right? In, in the sense of, you know, being overanalyzing things, right? Totally. To point of like paralysis. Yeah. And yeah. I know that like, for me, it's like, you know, there's that saying, like, choose and move, right? Like, just make the decision, move forward, and then you can course yeah. correct and adjust, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, in reality, sometimes when we, when we have these challenges, you know, with, mm. uh, with 
things that come up in life, things that come up in business, you mentioned some key things there. One of them is around health, right? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, and that, that ties also in with the self of like, look, if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you showing up for not just you, but your clients, your family, your children, right? Those you love and yeah. support. Because if you truly love yourself, right, which is, this is a question I asked myself many years ago. I was like, if I can't love myself, how could I possibly love, you know, my spouse or people in general, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So, you know, I need to work on this. What do I need to do? And just keep working mm -hmm. on that till you get to that point. So there's a lot of power in what you just shared there. And it's, yeah. hey, that's like the pivotal piece and most important, right? Yeah, and it has to flow. I mean, it's like I always say, your, your true north is the definition of what you think success is. Right. Now, and to me, that's an emotional bit. It's the heart bit, the, the bit that's going to say, because you and I both know that owning your own business and being in business, it, it's not for the faint-hearted. In fact, sometimes we're just nuts in doing it. But I think there's a, it's the, the heart is the fuel that says, yeah, it's tough now, but that's what you're going to go for. The, the, the big picture, the vision, that's the head. That's the mind saying, well, look, this is what it's going to look like. Right. And then you've got your, your well, I use hits, but you could say your core outcomes, then your goals. And then, you know, ultimately for me, it's the, it's the systems and rituals that help sort of everything should flow in a sort of straight line, ideally, in a perfect world. That's perfect. So there's a lot of value in all that. And I'm sure we could go on for days to you, but you're probably teaching this. Right um, so I'm excited <laughs> to continue the process with knowing you and seeing how we could work together. But yeah, how would people find yeah. out more about you? Yeah. So if they go to um, Jeff Nicholson, that's G E O F F Nicholson.co.uk, um, forward stroke all in. And there's a special page geared up for them so they can um, find out how to connect with me on social media also a bit about the podcast and um, also a, a, a special offer that they can have a look at and on a, on a planning program as well. Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you taking the time to share with everyone and uh, thank you for your time. You have an amazing day and have all the greatest success. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.